on the new moon, Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. You're going to see a huge winter sale discount for Shadow Stocking 101. You can find it in the show notes. This is my course that teaches all about reality, the overworld, the underworld, and learning how to use liminal awareness to gain skills and mastery and liberation here in this lifetime. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. know this about me, but I am a dabbler in all things handmade. I've made soaps using my lavender that I grow here, and I have a field of lavender here. I have made perfume, oil, natural oil perfumes. I love perfume. I have made, uh, I sew clothing. I'm wearing a pair of pants I made right now. I make jewelry, not not challenging jewelry like with soldering and stuff, but I make jewelry. Um, I used to teach. This first job I ever had that was my own business was teaching uh, seed bead jewelry making in the 80s. I make pottery. Uh, I eat off of the kind of pasta bowl plates that I made. They're like bowl plates probably the the best type of of utensil plate thing um I've ever had are these things I made so I make things and I use the things I make um I've I've even I don't know why I keep listing these things but it's just sort of like true (laughs) um I've worked on houses. We've built a couple houses and I've worked on them. I have rewired lamps. I've worked on plumbing. I've I've done a little bit of that kind of stuff too. So uh, the reason that I'm bringing up this handmade life stuff, uh, you can listen to that episode if you want more data on why making your stuff is important. Um, but I'm bringing this up now to highlight something super important about things and objects and material items. And, um, I also know a little bit about feng shui and chi, and I talk a lot about chi in these episodes. Um, but I know about the art of placement and energy and how to get chi flowing in your house and where it stagnates and where it gets burnt and where it gets, um, uh, you know, over where it's too quick, where how to slow it down. I know those kinds of things. And, and objects matter. They are matter. They are made out of matter. And I think it's really important to stock the consumerism, consumption, the possession 
of possessions, being possessed by possessions, and to declutter and come out of possession when we can. And one of the ways we can do that is slow fashion, slower things, buying less, buying items that we know where they came from or that they have uh, less of an impact on resources and on the earth, you know, more natural products that aren't creating just loads of garbage um, when we can. And buying secondhand, buying pre-loved, they call it, things when we can. Um, And also not being a, a cop about other people. And now this is a a really important piece of shadow here and coming out of codependency and enmeshment with other people's trips uh, is really important. Whatever people are doing, let them do it. Be an example. Whenever you tell anybody what to do, it doesn't really work anyway. Here I am telling you what to do, but um, you know, you're, you're voluntarily coming here to listen to me talk about different kinds of lifestyle things and different kinds of spiritual practices. So I recommend we stop being concerned about what other people are doing and we all become great examples and models for how to be material, how to be in the material world, how to be in the matrix, how to, how to be incarnated in a gentle way, gentle on the planet gentle seven generations forward? Uh, Are we using resources that are harmful? How can we continually refine and treat our planet better while enjoying it, while having the beauty of our surroundings? I think the confusion sometimes comes from people thinking about decluttering is that you got to go minimal or something and that if if you know any artists cleanliness and minimalism tends to not work unless i guess they're a minimal artist m- artist interested in minimalism but having a messy chaotic environment is important for a lot of people who do art um even if it's a studio that's a recording studio and it's about music but having some messes and chaos is is the right thing for uh creativity for a lot of people that being said we can um, still attend to our environment and our and our material life. That might mean for a lot of us coming out of being manipulated by media and trends. When we look at things that are classic, things that people have been uh, utilizing for hundreds of years, the same items over and over again, we get a lot of information. Why are classic things constantly being used? Why do we use the same thing? Why why do I create a bowl that's sort of like a plate and sort of like a bowl, and I like to eat out of it mostly all the different kinds of food that I cook? I like to eat it off of this object. Why is that? Well, it's very utilitarian. What I made is very beautiful. I love the way it looks. Um, my daughter doesn't love it, by the way. She, I have kind of an edge that looks broken. It's not, but, um, but that's just the way I like a really rustic edge. And I think psychologically it sort of upsets. It doesn't look like a smooth. So I did, I did make another, um, set of those bowls that have a very smooth edge for her. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, bowl plates. So we go for classic. We go for things that are very functional over and over and over again. We, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. That's the thing. The wheel is the most classic thing you can come up with as a tool. We, we don't need to reinvent that. Um, can we be creative with our wheel? Absolutely. How many ways can we apply the wheel? How many, and, and you know, this is kind of for people who like um, natural herbal products, if you like perfume, if you like making those kinds of salves and all of this, it's very, you know, in the cauldron, stirring the pot and, and being creative. A lot of people learn how to do th- things and they get as far as copying other people. They don't innovate. And one of the important things about chaos and mistakes is that they lead to innovation, uh, creativity, um, rebellion, you know, can lead to really good uh, discoveries. Um, we all know the stories about pen- penicillin and, you know, how we discover things by mistake, by making mistakes. So this is an aspect of the artist's journey. But everybody is an artist. You know, you you can be creative in your life and make, and one of the greatest ways to learn how to do that is to be a person who's into taking risks and being willing to make lots and lots of, of good, juicy mistakes. We can apply that to everything. We can make mistakes in not just creating things or, or trying to innovate or make discoveries, but we can, we can try things out that are risky and learn from how it went. And we can look back on the past. This is, this is what we do with somatic recapitulation. We, we, we can work with material from the past um, to integrate it and, and really decode the ins and outs of a dynamic in order to learn from it. We can take it out of the, the blame or the shame of a mistake and make it an experiment a discovery, part of the journey. Maybe it was a detour. Maybe it was a detour that led to the right portal. So not a problem, but an opportunity to find a new way to do something. So back to the trend idea or copying. A really great thing to do is to stop doing something the way somebody else is doing it. Um, that doesn't mean to give up and make up a whole new thing. It, it's sort of like, so, so let's say I wanted to make a perfume and there's a tried and true set of ingredients that everybody uses for perfumes and, and I pick my set and it's been done before. Well, how can I innovate with this constraint of these sets of this grouping I don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I can keep the baby. I can keep the bathwater. I can change the levels of ingredients. I can change the amounts. I can change the the carrier. I can change the carrier. Am I using a watery carrier? Am I using an oil? Am I using a soap? I can apply perfume to... Oh, I was thinking about something the other day. What was it? Oh, I wish I could remember it and I would tell you right now. Clearly, I didn't write it down, but it was some application of a fragrance that I hadn't seen or known about before. Um, if I remember it, I'll tack it on here. 
Anyway, the idea here is to come out of being manipulated by trends, taking risks, being willing to experiment. Uh, f- instead of calling the mistakes a problem, I recapitulate the mistakes. I, I, I explore them a little bit. And why do I think that was a mistake? Was that really a mistake? Or was that me trying something out and being kind of awesome because I was willing to try something and take a risk instead of uh, sit back and be safe all the time. Safety leads to the same thing over and over again. You want to be safe. You'll be like these marketing people who copy other other brands and make put the same thing out for a cheaper price with with credier ingredients, and then you're sure to get a lot of people to buy it. You know that's what the stores are filled with safe stuff that uses up resources and doesn't think about seven generations forward. You want to be uh, innovative and you want to make something that stands out, maybe you're not going to make a bunch of money at it, but maybe you're going to create something really special that is, um, authentic and magnetic because it's very magnetic to come up with something that isn't just reaching into somebody's fear and wanting to be safe. When you reach into somebody's, um, uh, uh, attraction because it is novel or unique, then you're reaching into another part of somebody's soul. And, and that's incredibly, incredibly enticing. And this is really true with everything that you think you might agree with or like. Uh, how much of that has just been force-fed to you through conditioning? Like, how a female body should look, what size it should be, what's more attractive, skinny, boy-like, bigger, voluptuous. You know, that's all based on trends and and time periods, you know, eras, changes. It goes through changes. There's no there's no one way to be. Every every way to be is the right way to be. However you are is the right way to be. And that, that's the same with so many things. Taste um, sure, there's bad taste. You know, there's um, uh, crappy traditions in cross culturally. There's things that are happening on the planet that are would be considered uh, cultural that aren't so great for the the soul and the psyche that we can you know we can all we all know about them. So um, that's where our discernment comes in. We don't again, need to be focusing on what's going on outside or in somebody else's uh, wheelhouse. We can stick with our own content and we can be more curious questioning what it is that we think we like or that we are doing. We can come out of the trend and I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up back into Handmade Life stuff. Learn to make your stuff. You don't have to be like me. I'm a dabbler. I'm a hack. I'm not great at anything. I do it all, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really that good at anything that I do. I wouldn't say I'm great at any of the crafts I do. I just recently learned a crochet and, you know, I, lo- I really liked what I did. Um, and it's something that's useful, but I'm not great at it. I, I won't. I know how to play the ukulele. I know how to play the guitar. I, I've learned how to do a lot of different things. I'm not great at any of them. And I 
don't really need to be. I, I don't, I like to learn how to do things. I love things that are novel. I love trying things out. I really like to use the things that I make. I like to I'm sitting somewhere with some fabric that I dyed with indigo dye. Um, just looking around the place, I can see a, a sort of a raffia bag that I upcycled with some uh, lucite handles. Uh, there's some shorts right there that I made. Um, uh, there's a quilt that I made. So there's, you know, there's stuff in my life that I made and I use. And that's the stuff that, and that's what I'm going to suggest that you do. Uh, instead of saying that you're not creative and you can't do that, have a little fun. Explore making your life with classic, tried and true, time-tested styling and items that you've innovated on with your own, with your own, maybe not everybody's going to like it, you know, they're going to, they're, they're going to think, well, that's your style, but, but I promise you, it's very precious to use the things that you made. Um, you, you care more about the things that you made. Um, and and not to get enmeshed or overly um, attached to the things, you know, sometimes they break. And that's part of it. That's part of the beauty of, of life is that things come and go. And it's just another opportunity to be real and be present. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.